Hey, listener, you like couches? You like three dudes on the same couch? Says in the show, anime couch. What is up, everyone? It's your host, Foz Dude here. And this week on the anime couch, it's a little bit of a switch up. Troy didn't watch the main property that we're talking about. JC did. Our main guy, Justin, our our peak editor, Supreme Sombrero. He, his internet, I mean, not internet, his audio software is like turned against him. So in order to save face, he's just going to act like he's here and, you know, just chill in the background. But we have JC here to make up for it because, you know, when I need someone else to talk to, that's usually the backup when Troy's unavailable. So she's here to, to fill in that gap. But again, before we get into it, you can find us on uh, YouTube. Look at Flaws Dude. Find all the Anime Couch episodes there or the Comic Couch episodes. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. You can find us on the website, theanimecouch.com. Support our Patreon there. We have our link to uh, Amazon that if you want to support our Jeff Bezos money, of course, use it. You just have to click the link. You don't have to do anything special. You just shop like normal. That's it for all the setup. This week, we're talking about Thor Love and Thunder. So, uh, you know, I'll bring the lightning. JC will bring the thunder and we'll, we'll throw down here. Hey, <laughs> I, I see. I had to beat Natalie Portman in coming up with catchphrases. So does that it mean shouldn't that be that hard. Am I the love? You are the love because, yes. you know, your father never bought back your milk. So someone has to be the love. <laughs> You swore you right. would never be like that to your children. Exactly. All right, JC, open us off. Let's let's see let's see your initial thoughts. Oh, open my initial boy. thoughts, and we'll we'll dive into this sucker. So I'm gonna do a little self plug because I'm making content somewhere. He's a movie internet. star like making I content. I what is this? Oh shoot! My gosh! Right, go. Stop go it! Stop it! So I've posted a TikTok about my initial thoughts. Um, and it's it's only a sixty second video because I don't have I TikTok. Not Let me to not act like I'm gonna look for look for it because that's too much work. <laughs> you. Um, if I did have one, I I'm would. hurt. You see how he doesn't support the the, the, listen, the people. I, I'm you know what I'm saying? Like this, I'm, I'm not supporting yeah, the platform. He doesn't support mm. I, that he is doesn't true. Support that black is women. true. But that's a separate Hang matter altogether. Okay. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. I see. I actually only support women from the north pole so i liked it they're all losing times across six different accounts um see thank you yeah, I, yeah, appreciate I, I, that. I, saw, I saw you got in there <laughs> <laughs> well, the little black office okay yeah, yeah go, go um ahead. so i saw it and mm-hmm. i enjoyed it i'm gonna say mm-hmm. that first out of the gate i enjoyed the movie okay. i would go see it again yeah um i'm not sure that i would go see it again in the movies if i wasn't in the industry that i'm in and if i didn't have brothers who i didn't take with me the first time yeah i I was Um, gonna say i was like is it something you can watch by yourself that depends on how much you enjoy certain beats of the movie yeah yeah i i definitely would go see it again just because i wanted to kind of like i had hmm, there were some things when i first saw it that i was like i don't know if i like this like while i was watching it i was like i don't know if i like this so mm-hmm. that was that was one of the things like I'd go back and see it by myself to just yeah yeah it's, it's the, the middle story a little more where where you you don't know exactly what your thoughts are and it's like right I'm not too strong this way but maybe it's just the circumstances of the moment I'm watching it so right. you just want to have like a double check I mean you know paying money for it is exactly. all you know a turn off to expressing <laughs> oh, those feelings a- MCA list so I but like it, yeah if you're in a circumstance where you can avoid that or you have the time then you know over. Yeah. Um, but no, I, my first, I definitely would have liked more gore. Um, 
<laughs> meeting the god butcher um because christian bale was excellent as he always is and oh i'll say that first the performances that was like my one takeaway like i loved every single performance oh, I, I, I don't see, have I, any i got issues. you this yeah yeah okay so i i have no issues with any of the acting it was great um christian bale did what he normally does just brought his a game it was great um Chris Hemsworth is funny as all get out. And I'm so glad that Marvel have made space for him to mm-hmm. be funny as Thor. Um, I, I would like more gore. The fact that the power of love saved the day. I know the movie is called Love and Thunder, but it just felt a little cheesy. And my friend described it this way. He said it felt like, it kind of felt like a kid's movie. And I kind of agree. And I don't I hate mean, that. that like, final uh, act. I, I agree, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I can honestly say I'm probably in the minority because normally I hate children in movies being in roles like that. But, oh, to no. well, it, I like that. but to see it for Chris Hemsworth as Thor's role trying to find purpose, when that whole ending sequence with the one girl, which we'll get into when we get into yes. deeper spoilers, I thought that was the best thing for his character. And it made me like love the ending just because of that. I, I was like, yes. that belongs for his he needs that arc if he's going to continue being Thor here. He did. I think he, he, um, this third act was probably one of the best of, in recent memory of Marvel movies. I agree. Um, oh, shoot. Jason, you're killing it here. I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even hate on you right now. <laughs> he thought we were going to fight. We're not fighting. No, I, I, um, I figured if Justin was here alone with me, maybe, but he, he's already like out of the fight. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I definitely like the third act um hmm. it got a little slow in the second act in the middle that's okay mm-hmm. there was a lot of there was a lot of like story exposition exposition flashbacky type stuff that they were mm-hmm. trying to fit in because a lot of these characters haven't been in Around the mcu yeah. right recently so um it was fine i understand why they did it but it was a little slow mm-hmm. um they, there was definitely queer baiting um i don't know we, man korg is uh uh is- not specifically that though like that was cute i was like okay they. i mean I, i'm certain it, i'm certain more stuff would have been fleshed out with tessa if the movie was longer for a fact i that's, i know for a fact on yeah in as i was watching i'm like they cut that out for certain that's the sword. Expecting, that's what i was expecting and i was like because because of the way her character has been set up i'm like oh they're gonna give her a little throwaway yeah. you know little something not throwaway but something that will build that up and they didn't also but the quirk thing makes me think are all of his species male all right like, okay he's big never spoiler, talked about big a woman. spoiler oh, he talked about his mother i thought in the first in, in ragnarok i thought so too but so then that threw me off dads. but i was like all right i'll just act like it doesn't exist anyways big spoiler <laughs> there is a moment where what is it korg is with the other dude mm-hmm. and he's like mm-hmm. oh i met a guy bro and it's a rock dude mm-hmm. and his name is freaking Dwayne. i almost i would <laughs> if i could if i had a rock or like a fruit i'd immediately chuck that screen i was ready to fight somewhere i heard that I was like, all right, it's it's a respectable joke, but I I was ready to fight, man. I was like, the amount of hatred oh, in my heart funny. for one given joke. Anyway, speaking continue. of Korg, though, his little narrative, like narrator thing throughout the whole uh, story, I'm that never, was never gonna never gonna like cut that. him off. He's he's the homie. He was great. Um, and the whole his his when they went to the pantheon of gods and whatever. At what was it called? Um, uh, it was um crap. It. it it's such a name that it's like I'm not omnipotent, omnipotent something. Yeah, 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 yeah. An omnipotent city or something like that. Yeah, anyway, omnipotent city. That's when his right. his his uh god was sitting on a throne of scissors <laughs> that looks like the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. I was like, that was cute. 
a little detail that was thrown in there that I was like, aha, you guys are funny. Um, also, we got to see, I, I I just, I'm so appreciative that they didn't blur out Christian's oh, oh, in the movie. I, just I mean, there could have been a lot more. Made that decision. I mean, let's I be know. honest, but we, we got what we got. I'm like, all of the titties that are shown in, in movies and TV. You know, MC, MCU, think, it goes for the female audience. Two-way street. Nowadays, they just, well, they just gave up on the news. When Tessa Thompson shows titties. Oh my god. Anyways, but <laughs> Thor Thor uh Thor Tony Nitty the Nani Become religious. <laughs> what character? Ninny the Nani, the god of Korg. Oh. Was that his name? That was his name, Ninny the Nani. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was I- <laughs> We're not gonna forget that. So that's so dumb. I was like, "That's such a great name." We thought of that. Yeah. I wanted to know if it was Absolutely. actually based on an actual thing in the comics. I, I don't want to believe it. But. Um, the contrast, the little scene that they showed in trailers and stuff, but like the scene where okay, I'm gonna interrupt myself because my brain ADHD. Um, so the, at the end, the ending, yes, the ending fight, I, all of the fights with Gore felt like, um, this is my thing. I think it's also partially my thing because I'm, uh, a practicing martial artist. So like stuff bothers me and I'm a, a, a certified stage. So it bothers me when fights don't look real, like, or look like they, I hurt. mean, I'm going to agree all that of the all fights the like fights looked like you know they, they looked like the main, i mean there was they weren't the main draw for me in the movie. <laughs> that's that's but no 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 but that ending fight that looked like like gore's like flying around and you kind of because he's not really super powered he's just cursed and so i mean yeah I all, the power comes it's, it's, like, it's just like the hammer the power comes from the weapon not the person so right. that's what's keeping him but going for thor it doesn't you know what I mean? Like for Thor, Thor, Thor like just, he's, you know, he's that powerful re- himself. You, you, you remember that one image of him just, not. remember that one image of him training and his arm is like twice the size of like most people's bodies and it's disgusting. <laughs> his bicep is bigger than my head, like legit. Easily. Like, like it's, it's terrifying. It's disgusting. I wouldn't want it to see it. It is. And day. I love it. It's, it's awful. And I'm like, how do you just exist in the world like this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the fight, that ending fight felt like, I was like, okay, I can, this feels like some something's landing. Like the, those blows felt a little bit real. Mm-hmm. But everything else was just like Thor being Thor and just like destroying everyone. Like the now, moment now, with the temple was funny. Now, not to <laughs> mess up your quick uh, recap of the movie that's going on for a very well-timed pacing. Yes. But the mm-hmm. fight on the one planet <laughs> if we're talking about fights really quick tangentially yes it, it looks With good, the like people? the cinema no the, the cinematography for the the second to last fight on the the oh, shadow okay. plane planet the yes, cinematography yes. for the fight that. looks great yes but yes the fact that the it's so is cg is hilarious because it's like so yes. nosy like oh this is like but it like looks so cool but it's like this is like a really good video game graphics from like the early 2000s yes. like it's it's so cool if you look at it in that regard, but like Bro, as the, the CGs, fight itself, you know, all the clips I've seen, it looks rough. The the shadows are the rough part. I think there's a lot of places where it's yeah. fine, but and Taika you know. didn't even. I don't even think he watched it. I don't think he cares. There He's was like, a, look. There was I a put my stamp and, on it. Yeah. The rest of it figured out. Him and Tessa T- or Tessa Thompson were like pointing out errors and like CG. He was like, <laughs> oh shit. She's like, you fucked up here. <laughs> She's like, you used the wrong cut of my face. <laughs> He's like, did I? He's like, what? He's like, I like, never I, noticed. It wasn't me. Yeah, it's like, it was. Yeah, it was like that's he what said, I, I think. Sam to, to the editing house. Yeah, Sam Raimi probably did the same thing. Where he's like, I added some blood, threw a zombie in there. It's pretty scary <laughs> at times. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna go fuck uh, off. Yeah. But yeah, the freeze frames in Multiverse of Madness are scarier than anything. Did, did, was I here when we talked okay. about Multiverse of Madness? No, uh, I don't sorry, think so. I, I, I'll no. say, okay. I'll say to, to end off the the tangent here, the the scenes, oh, wait, the cinematography, wait, wait. cinematography. That's what I was like. Yes, the yes. way they the, did the a lot of Christian Bale's scenes horrifying like yeah. the way when he was acting bro i was like bro terrifying like oh gosh i love you so much right now that'll go into a different tangent finish off what you're going with and we'll jump back yeah, okay. into one of those things so the cinematography in that scene and the contrast was really great i think it was well done in terms of like ah oh, this looks really beautiful mm-hmm. the cg kind of did it was like oh damn like yeah um and then Christian Bale's acting performance. There's I can't remember what scene it is, but he's like, no, when he's talking to With the, the kids, children. Yeah. He's like, I, I, if oh you're gonna mention anyone, that's my favorite God. one he does. Oh, that was so good. I was like sitting, like my jaw was jaw was literally on the floor. I was, I was like, just smiling. I was like, so the good. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening right now. It's so great. I was like, you're just like me so for real, bro. I'd be in front of kids just terrifying <laughs> the life out of them. Shoot, bro. <laughs> And the, the the little, what was it, an eel or the something? Head he just, like, the, the, the head of the off, And he's like, you like it a snake. And he's like, oh, you like it when else? And the gods rip off people's heads. But, but when I do it, it's a problem. It. it just chucks it. I'm like, oh, He, like, God, chucks it at you. them. And they're like, oh, that was so great. Oh, it was such a beautiful scene. Terrifying, but beautiful. Yeah. I love it. It was so good. Any yeah. other thoughts? To, okay, that was a, that, that was that was the end of my tangent. Um, okay. Let me see. I don't have any other thoughts. Hmm. We didn't talk about the beginning much. So I mean, we'll get so into that when we get I into liked, it. So yeah, what I liked about the the use of lightning in this movie was a lot of the trailer footage was kind of taken out in the first mm-hmm. twenty minutes or so, um, which was nice because I was like, okay, at least I'm not like sitting here and being like, well, waiting for this scene to show up because I know it's it's coming it's next. It's like you know down I mean? the line, yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, I appreciated that, and it was funny. The whole I I. I'm not sure why I expected the Guardians to be a little more involved in the I, story than, than they I were. I said this but... to one of my friends since like the first trailer came out and I and it's always been my head and it bugs me about like the assumption with most people with the movies it's like the mm. trailer shows the Guardians so they're like oh those Guardians are be a big part of the movie. I swear right. I said they're gonna montage it right they're gonna zoom past yeah. it. it's literally Jer- there just to put Thor where he is now. Yes for the rest exactly. Of the I was like, if it doesn't end in the first 30 minutes, I'm shocked because there's no way it's lasting past that. It is literally just to see where he's at. And I was so shocked by people like, for one, either getting mad at that or getting mad that they were more than they thought either. I was like, both of those sides don't make sense. They weren't going to be there to begin with. And that's not the point of their role. It's going to be sprinkled through. My, I guess my assumption was it'd be sprinkled through. Like I, I can be, understand I that if you expect them to, them to come back it. at some point or it, it's like yeah. early Thor joins them and then they leave. And then I can see that too. Like, like he's talking about the way that Korg is telling the story, all these old tales. I kind of thought it was going to be like that where he's like, every once in a while, yeah, oh, yeah. this reminds see, me of what I with the Guardians. But yeah, I wasn't mad about it. It just, it, it surprised me that it was all, that, that's, all just a, like that's just minutes. a whole thing that people were just bringing up when the trailers were coming out and like TV yeah. spots. And I was like, y'all, y'all just like, use, don't some, get your use, some, <laughs> use some brain power here and just be reasonable. Like yeah. I understand people want to believe that it's like the MCU has to show everything at every given time because actors apparently right. don't make other movies. They have unlimited availability. The movie could be whatever you right. want it to be. I'm like, your expectations need to be realistic. There, we live in a real world. Dang, on screen wholesomeness is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> if Gore had yeah, that, that, this movie wouldn't even exist. <laughs> 
Uh, that was a cameo by my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have a friend. I'm talking. Oh, hold on. Um, he said it's the second best Thor movie, which isn't saying much. LOL. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I really enjoy Ragnarok. So if it's second best, me too. Like it's it's yeah, still Ragnarok. Yeah, I mean, Ragnarok's really good. So the scales is like between Ragnarok yeah, and Thor Ragnarok one. Is like, there is a big yeah. But I don't have a it. giant gap. I, I have it closer to Ragnarok than I have Thor one, so I'm not saying anything about Same. it. Same. The second best for me too is Ragnarok, Love and Thunder, Thor one, The Dark World. Mm-hmm. And I don't like. I am not the person who's like, ah, oh, I hate this movie. It sucks, and it shouldn't be. And da 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 da. Like Thor Rag or Thor the Dark World was inarguably a not great movie. It's a bad and... movie. It has great setup for certain things, but like the yes. movie, it's, it's like when we were talking about Iron Man two. It's like Iron Man two has purpose, but that's that's going to get into something I'll say. So wrap up what you have to say, and I'm going to get into this big about thing between Phase four oh, and Phase one. Oh, okay. I have to say. It. Okay, good. So going back to my little thing about it being it feeling like a kids movie, it did feel that at times like the jokes hit sometimes. But I don't think there was a single moment where I like laughed out loud. It was just kind of like chuckles here and there. It did feel like it was a little corny and mm-hmm. uh, much like a kid's movie. And mm-hmm. some of that is Taika Waititi's humor. But some of it was just like, hmm, that was unnecessary. And it's cute, I guess. But it it just, and again, it's not something that I hate or it's like mm-hmm. it not necessarily changed my perception of the movie all that much. Yeah. But it was something that I noticed during the movie. I was like, nobody's reacting while we're sitting here watching this movie. This is a clearly a moment that was supposed to be funny and nobody's mm-hmm. reacting. And again, I, I have a warped sense of humor. So I laugh at things that aren't funny. And sometimes things that are meant to be funny are like, oh, okay. But I, I don't I don't have a warped sense of humor. So I mean. <laughs> are I you know. sure? <laughs> I'm, I'm I, as as watery as milk looks. That's as positive as I can be right now. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Um, as watery as milk looks. Milk is watery. Oh, oh, oh. And my friend says Ragnarok had the perfect balance of comedy and seriousness, but this one overdid it on the comedy. I'm not even I'm not Shut even up, agree Seth. with that one. I, I can't agree with that one for one reason. I think Ragnarok Seth, was it, <laughs> overly abundantly funny. It's just it was very funny. It's a longer movie, and so the more emotional payoffs exist to balance that Fair. out better. That's a that's a good point. The emotional payoffs. Okay, so that ending scene, like that was the the very that's, end in the cap that hit me. It will it will tie in. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm gonna bring it up too. Okay. But not there were very few moments throughout the movie that hit me mm-hmm. in the way that you kind of hope each act would have its own. Yeah, with Ragnarok like, you had the start, you bring in Loki and then you like you're introducing yeah. characters as Thor's going through his arc and bringing back the people he used to know and then new people. It balanced it out throughout the movie. This one is like first half setup, second half payoff. It's very yeah. distinct. Shout out, Seth. Um, if you're ever going to listen to this, I'm literally going to send in this episode. When... <laughs> it's just going to be when like, it... this guy keeps disagreeing with me. I mean, I'm not even trying to. It's just certain points will probably be it's, It is what it is. Yeah, it's fine. We we it is not as contentious as this will get once we get to Civil War and our MCU rewatch Don't recap thing. Me. So I'm so excited for that episode. I ain't man. Civil War sucks. I almost said something wrong. I felt like I felt like I saw like a bunch of ancient curses coming out. She was just mouthing them. I was like, I don't I don't hear anything. What's going on? I'm just let that pass. I almost said something real out of pocket. 
They let a child fight superhumans. Listen, that's that's Iron Dude's fault. We we don't talk about. Uh, let me not let me not trigger JC before he's right. Troy, Troy, right. sit sit down before you before, before, before she goes off. Bro, the other guy was defending his <laughs> serial killer friend. <laughs> not the episode for this. His serial killer friend, yeah. It's not the episode for this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. I'm going to hold my thoughts. I'm going to put them in a jar and I'm going to hold them and then I'm going to unleash that jar right. as soon so as we get to the episode. So anything else Love and Thunder, JC? Bro, my dad... I like Love you. and I love that... You can't hold that. <laughs> You're not worthy of it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll all right, get there. All right. I'm going to keep it inside. My all my right. last thoughts of Love and Thunder. I love Love and I love that she was played by Chris's actual daughter. That was Bro, very cute. It was adorable. But okay. Let's get into some some important points to be mentioned. I'm going to bring out my major complaint. It's the only complaint I actually have for this movie, but it sums up a complaint okay. I also have for Multiverse of Madness. Okay. The movies both need to be longer. I, I think detrimental yes. to both of them. There are, Two hours. Scenes, there are scenes that need to exist to fill in parts like, and I know they were cut for a fact because they were talked about. The in-between between yeah. Natalie Portman getting to where she is from just the treatment to her taking yes. on that role. Very important thing that should have been there. And then more gore. We needed yes. to see that transition of him becoming warped. Because then at least even the fight scenes weren't as good. You have the buildup. It's like more emotional impact. Granted, the right. movies and the TV shows of the current era film during COVID, I have to say just because not everyone understands, they use a lot more CG because most of the filming is done with a lot less people there. And they have to like edit though. There's a lot more production value being put in for things to look as close as they can to real that aren't real. And Gnarly, everything's yeah, got to do fair. it right now. And it's still a slow transitionary period. And, you know, the movies in like three to four years from now probably will start going back and like saving the budget on things like that. And the reason why they do it is one, to keep spoilers down to a minimum, because I mean, if actors, if you bring them in for those moments and it's like, those are the moments they only know, you can't, you can't really edit yeah. around that if you have, there, there's just a lot more. And you know, it's why they're Toby making Maguire costumes was and all that. On set. Or, or near said mm-hmm. years prior to that movie being released. So that's yeah. what started, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they can't, they can't do anything because there's people everywhere with the camera. So yeah, no, um, a lot of stuff. This movie, I was shocked when I looked up the runtime. Like it's, it's, it's only exactly like an, hour an hour and 59 minutes. Or 59. 59. Okay. That's, but that's including credits. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like that. Which is like I minutes. was shocked. Yeah, I was. And I, was I think it could have been like shocked. two and a half hours. I think if, or even two hours twenty minutes, if you put ten more minutes into Natalie Portman, ten more minutes to Gore, and it would have fleshed out things. Yeah. Um, because they were bringing back characters. That it's the same thing with Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of so Madness could have been three hours, and you could have filled out a lot of just the world and the multiverse. You don't have to. That's the only thing I'll say. Right. That's just fan service at that point, and I, a lot of people mis mis uh, understand what fan service and actual storytelling is. With a lot of the movies, Spider-Man: No Way Home, great movie. Also hinges on mm-hmm. a lot Very of fan service. Like that's why it's so popular. Multiverse of Madness yes. could have chosen to do that. It didn't. It chose to focus on the main story elements. There's a difference of yeah. the appeal because of that. So right. If we if we go into um like just the characters, I I hate the complaints for Natalie Portman because this is my favorite. She's been in any of these Thor movies. She had so much personality. Same. She played same. The, she was awesome. I hate. And this is a genuine hatred for the mindset that characters have to be sad to emphasize a sad moment. She has cancer. Does not mean she has to live like a depressed person who overacts having cancer. She's the type of person who's a go-getter and wants to live out her life. Complain about that. 
her purpose. You know what and I mean? And I was like, like people like, you're going to say, oh, she's doing too. bad because she's she's playing someone who doesn't want to be depressed by a, an illness or something like that. Thor is a god. Yeah. He's lived thousands of years. He's had everything he needs to cry for. Why does he need right. to be over-emotional at this point in his life? He's learning to get over that. And he's he processes yeah. it as someone who's lived that long. He knows mortality. He understands it. Yeah. Finding Jane was like a really awkward thing. It's like, oh, I did find someone I like. It's kind of awkward and contentious. And I, I want to see where it can go, but I don't really know how to because I've lived so long and usually I get what I want. Right. There, there's layers. And what I see with a lot of these, newer a, deadline. Movies, a lot of these newer movies are like writer's paradise uh, audience, like detriment, because it's like, we're writing things that yeah. make sense for the narrative first, before we start writing the fan service in there. Right. You know, like there's character arcs yeah. that I'm seeing and I'm like, with a lot of the recent properties, it's like to say, say people like Moon Knight who has to go through that, like finding himself arc. Some people like it, some people don't, but it's like characters need to go through their arc for you to understand where right. they're at. And it makes the the story being told has to make that make sense for you to understand where things are coming from. And I, I get why you could be upset because you want to see people as fantastical and whimsical as they are in the comics, but you don't get that right. from the start and you don't get hooked to that if it doesn't exist Exactly. for you to start getting into, you know? Because people, people don't understand that, that like, those are the, the complaints about movies that they're like, oh, I just couldn't connect with such and such character is because they skip those moments. Mm-hmm. So it, and because we, I think because we have had the benefit of 10 years, 10 plus years of the MCU, and we've gotten to know these characters and they, the MCU blew up really like mm-hmm. in the later phases, yeah. like people are, all, people are going into movies and they're already getting the, the, what they want out of characters. So when we're coming into this new phase where we're with new characters and new, new characters, arts, it's like, it, it, yes, going, they don't realize it's, it's that we flash, have to go back know? to that. Yeah, they don't realize we and have so, to. This is essentially like phase one all over again, just for a separate set of that's, characters. That's why my whole tangent, it was like a thought I had. And I was like, it makes sense. Yeah. So I, I will say Thor's character, one and two, I don't care for Thor. I don't care for early Thor. I think <laughs> over dramatic Shakespearean Thor makes less sense than like com- comedic haughty Thor because he's a okay. god. I think it makes more sense for him to just brush off things because he's trying to lessen the impact of himself. And that's a real life tactic people use. I understand right. like being it's overly jokey, but it's like at the same time, oh, like not all the jokes are landing, but not all of them are meant to be purely jokey. It's framed that way, right. but some exactly. of it is just to like ease depression or emotion exactly. because that's what people actually do. And maybe I right. don't know overly depressed people, but if I am lucky enough to be that way, thank the Lord, because I hate overly depressed people in real life and I don't like being right. around them. I like people who can brush things off because you can have a serious conversation with them still without them being overdramatic and trying to pull you down with them. They're trying to like keep themselves at a level. This way a conversation actually works. People who try to pull you down with them, bro. I'm going to knock them down. That's for sure. And it doesn't make sense for his character at this point anyway, for him to be as, Mm -hmm. and he did have moments like that moment that, and it's, again, it's played for a joke, but it is, it's a serious moment, like in the, in the ship where he's like, I can't remember what Peter Quill said. He said something, but like you see his shoulders and it's Chris Hemsworth was holding his shoulders up, but they like dramatically drop. And I was like, that's a, that like, that was a funny moment. Mm -hmm. Cause you're like, oh, he said something and it made him sad. And he just like sag. But like, if you think about it, like that's, and that's how he and him him at the end the guardians were leaving him and he was feeling lonely and da yeah. da so he's like he's going back him, into oh, isolation you know, and he's you know he, he's just trying yeah, to like you know leave off with him his keeping his head high even though he knows that it's exactly. only him doing so that's you know the marriage between physical acting and verbal acting you know they work together and so but i like that yeah. arc it was leaving. good leaving the guardians to find himself because you know they're not yeah. the perfect match for him 
He's lost his family. The Avengers are gone. It's like, you don't really got anything. You do need to find somewhere to go with your life or what are you hanging around for? Um, Right. And they were already made family that, you know what I mean? Like they're already family. It's like, it's like you're just inviting yourself in there. You don't, you, you're not a match, you know? Okay. Let's, let's go into the other characters. Korg, Korg is Korg. Tessa, Tessa needed more screen time. She was great in what she Tessa was in. Tessa needed. I, I thought she was finding her queen. What happened to that? I thought they that was that out be, the window. They said it's too gay. I, I thought that was going to be gay. a thing too, but I was like, okay. I, I mean, I'll, I'll accept it's it if fine. she gets her it's own property or her own movie. I mean, if they go that route, I'll, I'll give them the pass for this because. I think she needs more time. Yeah. Um, I, okay, wait, wait, before we move on from her, the fact that like it was a, it was a subtle thing, but like just the way that New Asgard looked when Thor was ruling versus the way that we're introduced to it in this movie yeah. spoke volumes about her leadership. And I just loved that. It was great. It was a great moment. I know. It's it a was very clear saying, ah, she's a capable person without being she, she like, knows how to she's adapt. a strong female. And she's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was, it was good. It was good. They did good. Yeah. And then... That was good. The other main character, the god Bao, Butcher. the small dumpling peak. Oh, character. Bao, that was the best Bao thing ever. <laughs> that has to be a reference to the little short, the Disney. But that's what I was thinking. I, that's the first thing that came to my mind. But, uh, anyways, God Butcher, Christian Bale. It's actually that little Bao. It's not, but I, I could have used so much of him. He was okay. Let's go back to the very start of the movie when he's in the garden and he's talking to the god. Yes who I literally forgot who the actor was. Regardless, the CG okay. for that was like the most noticeably uncanny valent thing. I had, uh, I yes. just, I was, I was sitting there and I was like, it's, I, my brain was just trying to like, it, for a split second, it would look <laughs> like it, it could be real. And then it immediately go away. Yeah. Like, Stop doing this to me. Terrible. <laughs> I, I you're like I'm, so I'm trying to help you i'm trying to i'm trying I, to get there but my brain i, I, I was like i was like y'all could have shortened that that scene i didn't have to sit because visually it just kept throwing me off so early in the movie i understand the point of the scene though that's a good, good point but that it just was the visuals for it i was just like you're killing me man you're so bad the fact that like you go from the opening the very opening scene where it's like i don't know if they use the volume or if they were shooting on location or whatever but it like looked so real and then immediately you cut to that and it's like hmm. the the audio didn't match that was the a actual, choice visually and audio wise like it what you see is fine but like the, the just the cg and just the audio to match it it sounded quieter right. than it, than the what the movie should have it was it was throwing me off it was, it was weird yeah weird and i'm pretty sure that's probably one of the earlier scenes they had to have done to like flesh out his character but maybe they had a few drafts yeah. and that was just the one they stuck with and you know it, they just you know right whatever um okay uh, yeah needed more christian bill i mean wait. his best wait sorry shout out to jamari as well because i did mention your thoughts earlier in the episode and i'm i'm texting but moving on yes yes, yes. wanted to get my shout outs <laughs> all right let's um let's flow through the movie then as we go about it so the guardian stuff right let's let's split yes. between the guardians the natalie portman taking the role and then the third act because that'll be easiest to, yes. to do this so the guardian stuff i thought was really enjoyable mm, like i it, agreed I, I don't think it overstated welcome it was long enough me either. Uh, the the fight was entertaining just to see thor just being like uh, they're helping me as he goes and solves <laughs> and destroys everything I mean, it's just great behavioral aspects on this part. And they're like, here's goats as a reward for saving us, even though we don't want the goats and 
we don't want you that either. was a punishment that was yeah. a sly punishment they were like and he was like i love them it's like when you give a, a kid an ugly doll or like an ugly stuffed animal and they're like i love it he, he literally like, is I was at that point where he's you. just like i just want something that'll like make my life feel fulfilled so i'll just accept what gets thrown my way he's like yeah. doing his best to just find something to like just fill those pieces yeah and um yeah. this is uh any any key moments in the gardens that you want to mention i mean they weren't there for that long no they weren't um any key moments what did mantis say what of... did she when, when they were like what did they what what happened she like makes some ship? weird noise no, oh no, no. But in that moment where he's like the whistle the... i can't remember what she tried oh, the whistle. whistle yes yeah she, she she like growled or something she, she was like she sounded like she was like throwing up a rat or something it was terrible yeah. that was funny that was probably my favorite moment of the guardians other than the moment where it's like look into the eyes of the ones you love and Thor's just like i know that that moment i was like the overly comedic side because the character is playing it but like the all also like yeah. subtly depressing side because it's like peter Cole's telling you like just find something to fill that void even if it makes you feel bad it'll give you a purpose to keep moving forward i don't know where when guardians volume three is supposed to be set but he's had a lot of emotional growth between Endgame and now. I, and I like, agree. I hope we get some some explanation of that because that was my role. That's the most emotionally mature he's been since he's been in the MCU. And I'm like, where did that come from? I'm glad I mean, it served the purpose. When he of, makes those story, mistakes he's made, I, I can understand it, you know? Yeah, like dooming up. half of the universe to death. Hey, 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 hey. I understand end. that. If I could get rid of half the people, I, I might take the risk. I don't know, bro. That gamma rusty must be crazy if you're willing to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But what made me mad about that moment, going mm -hmm. back to Infinity War, is he could have just waited for five seconds and then he could have done whatever he wanted. Yeah, to but that's like but you telling, you want to hit that's telling someone to like ignore their feelings. It's like, JC, like stop JC. being a person for like five seconds. It's Doctor Strange. He didn't have to the, do it the one, then. The one possibility. <laughs> Doctor Strange, what? Let him do it. Let him do it. Everything don't, don't happened as it was supposed that to. That was exactly for the, it. For the one. Huh. Doctor Strange actually didn't know there was two possibilities. And that one kind of just happened. And he was like, oh, do I stop it? It's already too late. He didn't sit. Chick uh, <laughs> he doomed Tony to death. He should have sat there longer. I bet, I bet there's at least nine. He, he, he probably he probably had like a few more, and yes. he was like, "Okay, this one Tony lives. All right, we'll scratch that. I don't like him. This one, this <laughs> one, um, we we lose uh, would, Spider Boy. That. Spider Boy dies. All right, we'll remove <laughs> that one. I I have a future to like ruin his life. So so we have to save that for later. You know, he's just going through his odds. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that that he intentionally killed Tony. I believe that 100%. He's just that he's just petty enough. Like he's not outwardly petty, but he's just petty enough to do that like subtly on the down low. Absolutely. So we got beef now. All right. So after Guardians, we get into the second half, which is setting up Jane having cancer. I like the moment with her. I, I was so shocked to see Darcy for whatever. It makes sense. I, I should have expected, but it's, I was like, right. she's in the TV Me side. too, though. And then she just shows up there and I was like, brain. She, it, this is common sense, right? Or because I was like, that's her friend, she, right? Like she had a role. She was movies first. She had a role before. I know. I was like, yeah, I, it's yeah. processing it's, it, man. So I wanted more from her. I wanted that was another. I know. Thing. I wanted. I wanted a few like smaller scenes. Not to do anything substantial. Yeah, it's just like it didn't scenes need to be between. It, now I understand why it doesn't like if if there was more, why they cut it because it's not substantial for that very reason. But it'd be yeah. nice just just to think about it. I think her presence was a little much in Dark World. Not that I don't like her, like. <laughs> so they so yeah. they they overcorrected they were like people yeah. like thor so let's put or like her in thor put more in dark world and they're like oh no they didn't like that so they overcorrected 
and went yeah, back to like, they, like she gets one scene they backed her into the tv Marvel. shows and then everyone was like we love her and i mean they did the same thing with yeah. with eric selvig he shows up for like a split second right that was him right yeah i swear it was yeah but he gets mentioned he's he's been mentioned a lot recently like yeah he's he mentioned mentioned Marvel. Marvel. yeah he's a yeah. big name scientist you know he's gotta get his name tossed around so we have he that also aspect. was completely naked on national TV. That's so a flex. That's probably also yeah, what mm-hmm. people that makes sense. Remember him for. I, yeah. Thor, Thor could have done the same thing. And it was and cold that day. And, I. and he still put on a good show. Well, I mean, yeah. people would have said thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, so there's that aspect in her just like and like I like from her character where she's like, I don't want to sit here and it's like, listen, if I'm gonna die soon, I don't care if it's stage for cancer. I want to finish what I'm doing or do as much as I right. can. And so she's just constantly just working herself to death. That's pretty much what she's doing. Right. And then it crosses her mind that it's like, hey, Mjolnir exists. Uh, maybe if that can save me, that's what I should use. That becomes What's a plot the name point. Of the hammer? Uh, uh, Mew Mew. Yes. My bad. Yes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, also, wait, I had a Jonathan? thought about Jonathan. Oh, what a classic. Oh, oh. How long was she? I had Jonathan. I had a question about. Also, he he showed up. He was tour guiding mm-hmm. for New Asgard. Daryl and he and he's still Daryl Cannon. Yay! Twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. He's question though. Um, how long was she helping New Asgard? Because when she showed up, Valkyrie was could not have only been. She like could have only been weeks to months. Like it, it couldn't have been that long. Yeah, but like, what was she doing? You know what I mean? That's what I was saying. Like, that's like one of the parts of the the movie that like should have existed but didn't. Because you have those moments where Valkyrie and her are talking, and I'm like, all right, I feel it, but like, you should make it feel right more. Wait, they queerbaited Jane and Valkyrie. Give me a reason. I don't. I don't think they pushed that hard to queerbait it, but they did just like really close female friend vibes with eye contact alone. The 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 seismic reaction that would happen. I think those two got together. I, I think purely it's just on the Tessa Thompson end of things that makes it feel that overwhelmingly yes. strong though I'm not gonna say it was like that with everyone that's literally how she is yeah that's like whenever whenever she's even around Korg I'm like she's gonna do something that dude yeah. you just don't know yeah. yet if I hung out with her in person I wouldn't be my tongue would swell I wouldn't be able to talk to her and, and let's, <laughs> let's think about this Ika does the the mocap for Korg so I can see, mm-hmm. I can see why it would feel that way yes, exactly <laughs> yes exactly they're <laughs> dating <laughs> Yes. What, a, what a weird um, uh for those of you listeners who didn't know tessa thompson and tiger with tv are together but he's in also a relationship. together with rita ora Ding. first and foremost yes so. yes Fuck him. Ding. mathematics but bro three ding yes all the all the all the little dings okay so there could have been more there then you eventually you yeah. have yes. some stuff with like setting up gore which I'm telling you, they just, they, I, I swear, they, they montaged like him, like the, what he was doing. You have Sif show up for like a few seconds. Sif is irrelevant to the movie, so I'm not going to bring her up. She was there, but doesn't. I wanted her to have anything. more to do. And I kind of was hoping that she would hmm. end up. I can see why which, after I don't she know why lost an arm, it was like. Her and Valkyrie. Her see, and Valkyrie. That would have. That could have been a little thing. That. Yeah. That was a possibility. I thought, I thought, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe. Then they All right. Didn't. So in, like, oh. in the mix of that, you also get to like Gore coming to attack the, the, the place. And so he's going to hey, He went, he flipped the switch. And again, this is just, they cut scenes. They mm. didn't, they chose not to expound on this. But he he seemed like a genuinely good guy. And mm-hmm. then he flipped a switch and he turned into a megalomaniac who kills children. And then 
flip the switch again at the end. And I just, that right. was one of the moments so, where I was like, hmm, I, 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 understand I don't know how extent, I feel about this. They didn't show like the extent of his corruption. It was assumed. And so once you had, like they should, like I said, they should have shown It literally felt like he grabbed the sword and that's what made him like that. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, as soon as like, he separated from the sword, it's like, oh, I'm back. So I was yeah, like, which, which is why at the end when the sword is destroyed, I'm like, okay, I can make sense of this, but you should have shown that steady progression. Because I can understand why his daughter is the core that. Or brings they him should back. have made it clearer. Or yes, I. It, they should have made it clearer that he became the way he was because of the sword. Because that's how it felt. You know what I mean? But the fact that the sword comes in the picture and he's suddenly crazy, and then the sword gets destroyed and he's suddenly not crazy anymore. It was just was like it. It didn't feel like that's the motivation that they set up for him. They mm -hmm. set up the motivation of, um, oh, my daughter died and I asked this God to help and he decided not to. And he said, basically, F you and everyone else. And literally just and laugh and in on. spat in his face, bro. Listen, literally. Doing stuff like that. Choked I, him I, out. Yeah, I, I'd fight too. But, the, but that wasn't based on the, the conceit of the way that they set up scenes anyway. That's not the reason that they showed me. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the, the reason if I didn't have that beginning scene or that dialogue or that knowledge of his daughter, I would have thought, oh, he picked up the sword and the sword made him crazy because as soon as it's destroyed, he's fine again. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I just felt like, oh. It was just tangentially Christian Bale can give me so the, much more. The God is the reason he decided to just be like, screw right. you. And then it was like, the yeah. daughter was the reason why he would come back. That thread. They didn't so. carry that thread as much as I would have liked them to. I know, but that's that's also like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm positive they have scenes of like that steady development. I don't know how yeah. well in depth it goes, but for a fact, I believe there was a hell of a lot more. Yeah. So I, I would love to know why they cut, why they made this movie if it was like a budgetary thing why they made this movie so short yeah because mm -hmm. no move what's when's the last time an mcu movie has been less than two hours you know honestly i swore it was hulk was like the last one that was actually under two hours but yeah censoring but i'm pretty it's sure the of the mcu yeah was avengers one the first avengers under two hours it made no way in hell are you sure i know it feels it's been, it's been a while since i've watched to be fair okay. Okay. all right it's, it's 223 yeah Anyways, as you look that up, let's uh, let me dive yeah. into the the fight where he attacks the, the the village, right? New Asgard. Yes. And just out of nowhere, and then shadow creatures. I love the visuals for them just popping up everywhere. That was like so dope. Just to, like the shadows start stretching, and then slowly yeah, you see them rise. The spiders specifically were like the best shadow monsters. Everything else, you know, yeah, varies in degrees, but the spiders look so good and. And everyone's fighting and they're doing good. And then Gore's like, oh, yes, Thor is there. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. And he's, he's having the time of his life just trying to kill him. And then he's like, oh, things are looking bad. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to eat out the children. Yeah. Smart plan. Smart plan. Okay, I think the last movie that was under two hours, I'm still looking, but I think it was the first Thor. The Incredible Hulk is also under two hours. I think Incredible Hulk is like an hour and 40 something or just an hour 50. It's like catering. It's low. It's 52. 52. Hour 52, yeah. So, yeah. Um. But yes, uh, as thus far, oh no, Thor: The Dark World. Maybe it's just a Thor movie thing. Because okay. Thor: The Dark World. Oh, Ant Man. Ant Man was an a an hour and fifty seven. I was gonna oh. say, I remember Ant Man being short, but then Ant Man two. Doctor Strange was hour fifty five. Really? Okay, so so Ant Man and the Wasp was an hour fifty eight. So Ant Looks like it's the most recent one that was under two hours. There are a couple. Okay. Okay. Couple, but... It's less than half. Most but, of you know, them. Yeah. And it's only, it's Ant-Man movies and Thor movies. Those are the only movies that are under 
two hours just outside Anna, of Hulk and uh, the one other. Oh, yeah, outside of Hulk. What's the other one? No, 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 it's Doctor just Strange. Anna. Thor one. Thor. Oh, I did say that, didn't I? You did. What a coincidence. <laughs> yes, Doctor Strange. Outside of those two outliers, it's just um, Thor and Anna. Um, other character who was introduced during that scene was um, Axel, or or what was was his actual name? Astrid. Like, Astrid that was funny because I have a friend who who you know goes by Axel so because his name's Alex so he's like why not but when I heard that I, I immediately thought of him I was like oh this is hilarious and so like the first thing I, I messaged was like bang Axel immediately <laughs> that felt arbitrary I'm not gonna lie unless it was like because my thing was like Astrid me is a girl's name so I was like is he trans but that that is not the vibe that I got so it just felt arbitrary. Yeah, I, and it's I cute, just you know? thought old Viking name. I don't know. Maybe because I've watched. Fair. Stuff. Because it sounds so, like to them. So it didn't bug me at all. It, a boy name, but it didn't bug me. I just was like, hmm. I felt like maybe that was going somewhere. And, and, and modern stuff. Like, oh. In modern stuff, I can understand. Because Astrid is predominantly a female name in like almost anything at this point. Yeah. But yeah. I, Ast- think of, I hear Astrid and I think of How to Train Your Dragon. That's what Ast- I was just about to say. That's After a girl that. Name, How to Train- the greatest <laughs> animated film of all time. Can we talk about that for Facts. a second? No, no. Listen. When Hiccup rides, no, when Hiccup and Toothless fly together for the first time and they actually fly together and the music's coming in and they lose the fucking flight guide. So he has to like raw dog it. Top five (laughs) movies. Top five movies. Also, those movies continually got better. None of them was like, oh, this is a terrible different quality. Like, they were all. The second one's hype, meets his mom, fucking Toothless beats an alpha. My heart was like. like, racing right <laughs> and that soundtrack oh my god Bro. Uh, it was so good i still listen to that like that soundtrack all three of the the um, scores are in my study playlist 100 yeah mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. so good <laughs> he's so uh, mad at us troy, <laughs> troy, is most, troy, troy swore by his life he would be asleep at this point so i'm amazed I mean, by his there was no, no there was no, no swearing but i'd like to believe <laughs> like to believe so he wanted you to go to sleep. <laughs> I made some innuendos. That was it. You, you were supposed to be saying war crimes. <laughs> I'm bringing up tangents. Oh, that's right. So <laughs> after that, we have uh, the the setup to go to Omnipotent City. Now, one thing yes. there was a few moments teetered in this half of uh, this middle portion that were like mm-hmm. heavier moments, which I don't mm-hmm. think was bad. I don't think this movie intended to be as like overtly as funny as Ragnarok. I think. I find it weird when people say, oh, some people said mm. it was funnier, and then some people said it was overly jokey. I, I was like, I, I were probably- It just felt here. cornier. It felt cornier. I think a lot of like the, the more overt stuff was definitely cornier because it was all like 80s, like old, it, it was very thematic jokes. A lot of like yes. the regular humor peppered out, I think was more like natural humor that was themed yeah. in with like emotional stuff. So the corny stuff, it has its own spectrum of like, but like, yes. I, I don't negatively knock corny I, stuff. I respect the fact that things right. are willing to be corny as dumb as like Dwayne the Rock. I hate it with my life, but I respect the fact that he chose to do it. <laughs> no, that's killer. It but, fits. But, but it the, fits. Nat- the natural stuff, uh, the third act, I thought was like very emotionally well done. I mean, I know with points yes, to be like, that's corny or that's, that's intentionally jokey. But I was like, it's not like taking me out. I think it's like natural, like weird interactions, like Thor and Stormbreaker. Yes. I mean, when it came throughout the movie, that when, when it started, thing. I was like, is this going to be a thing? But as it happened, I understood yeah. like why I was, and I can understand. It's like, they, they gave you exactly. reasons to see what was going on between that. And so they play it up yes. to be comedic, but naturally between the acting, it's like, 
no, it feels natural. And you're just yeah. choosing to say that it shouldn't exist because you want other things to be focused on. It's not that it's bad. It's just yeah. that you just don't want it, you know? It's a I honestly complaint. think that a lot of, a lot of the, A, I 100% think that the fact that it was more corny than Ragnarok is why people say that it's funnier. Um, but I think that the movie, like, I don't think it was an accident that it's corny. You know I, what I, I mean? People, like, I don't people think say they ruined Thor's too smart character. For that. Like, there's people who say they ruined it since Ragnarok because he makes jokes. Oh, and then there's weird. people who think I've the never jokes seen in this. Seen worth in anything. The people who make jokes, uh, the jokes for this, who say it makes it bad after Thor Ragnarok, I'm like, all right, it's the same brand of humor, one thing. I don't, exactly. I don't understand. Secondly, it's like a lot of the humor he's doing here is self-depreciating humor. Yes, yes. I People use it so often. The fact that you can't read it when like a property shows it in like any capacity amazes me when people just, it's like, that's just a joke to be a joke. I'm like, have you never just made Thor like, has a always had Dallas humor. joke? It's, you know, it's yeah. it, Shakespearean in nature. Like the jokes are different exactly. from them Dallas because humor. they're more natural, but yes, it's, you know, it's, it's more relatable now. He's been around earth. He's been around the people of earth, like Cap, Tony. I mean, he's been around like he that gets style yes. gets he developed. Gets those jokes more. Stark. Like, I understood that. He's one. friends with Tony Stark and, and Dr. Strange. Were they really friends? Did they, uh, they like, interacted, have an interaction? But... I mean, yes, at the end of... Uh, those are two of the most Ragnarok, like, sharp and, and can be self-deprecating people of all time. And he's been spending time with them. So, of course, that's his natural go-to, Gallus humor. Also, he's protecting himself. And that's his only... I'm, I love that they included that because, like, what else is he going to... I have a, another friend who was talking about, like, the difference between Thor huh. and Hercules um and the fact that like hercules is actually the cool kid while thor like tries to be like he's the one who's uh, he's trying to be the cool kid he thinks he's the cool kid, i mean really this not. this movie and does flesh out that is. mental state of him it's like yeah. thor thor was always trying to like be better and seem more superior yes. than like people i the mean that's the whole omnipotent city thing going on is like yeah. yeah people don't recognize him the way that everyone else seems to recognize him like exactly. in the realm of gods, he's a step down. In he's the realm like of mortals, lower, yeah. he's a step up. So because that and it shows you who he is and has been. So kind of a lot about where it did probably what Thor one should have in that it kind of showed where he came from and why mm-hmm. he is the way he is. Um, and it's definitely, it was definitely character development and that, that gallows humor and that the corny humor and the fact that he makes jokes when he's sad is definitely a protective measure, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is relatable. Like, you know, I make jokes. I'm a very self-deprecating person. And so like that, I was like, yeah, I completely relate. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm perfect. So I don't actually have to make jokes like that. It's, it's a different matter. Yes, naturally. Naturally, mm-hmm. of course. I, th- now the listeners don't know this because they don't know you, but I know you and I know this. Yes, exactly. Perfect, completely. No problem. It's so modest. Thank right? you. I, I'm glad yeah. someone actually understands per- all the work the that's led me to be where I am today. Yeah, he's truly a paragon of goodness, and we should all aspire to be. I know, and, and you know that's what I don't like about Zeus because he should be more like me. He shouldn't be like <laughs> he should. Such a flawed he should be more like you. He should be better. Yeah, Zeus would routinely turn into animals and have sex with their female counterparts. Yeah, not respectable at all. Just too horny. He and Ego are of the same... I know, terrible people. Anyways, let's see. 
fuck let's uh jump into omnipotent city i mean ego was voting yes. people was like millennia younger than him pedophile anyways first got to drink milk with pervert <laughs> yes you're not wrong <laughs> Facts. So, omnipotent city. Facts. There, that like the middle portion has probably the most like in-your-face comedy, and I can understand why you yeah. would do it in the middle portion. Like, I'm surprised the Guardians moment wasn't as like in-your-face about it when you had That's the Guardians, funny, there, but yeah. they weren't. It was it was more like really like yeah, Thor just is lost and Korg is narrating. Yeah. So like it's like a weird. It's funny in like the just natural sense of it, but like they didn't go as hard as right. in the middle portion. So you get to the, Which the makes place. Makes me wonder if like, that's gonna be how Volume Three is. Like if it's if it's gonna be a less overtly funny, which I wouldn't mind. No. James Gunn is great. He's a very peacemaker. I, I mean, I, like I think I think he's going he's for like the the wrap up tone. So I, I I mean, there will be his brand of humor, but I think it'll it'll be effectively heavier. But when they get to Omnipotent yeah. City, it's like, all right, we got to be in disguises, or we can't get recognized. I mean, they're pricks, but we gotta we gotta build an army, respectable cause. So you know, it goes down, and then Zeus is just you know, like, literally just colored robes. The colored robes. Like, <laughs> that made work. me laugh. She was like the emotion gods. He, he wraps <laughs> and like just a different colored robes. And, and then she's just like throws it on him. It's like, no, just you're bad at this. And so they they hide, and then it's like I, I love uh, Tessa and Jane just talking. Uh, Valkyrie yeah. and Jane and they're like we should just kill him right like why we don't you know and then Zeus yeah, is like why, why are, are you interrupting here? and then Thor's like all right I'll talk and so he goes up there immediately Zeus is like look too oh. hard damn it Zeus is like oh you're doing the most kid like we're here and we'll be safe because we're here why are you stressing about these things yeah. a few minor gods there's like whatever like who cares what he's doing although it's giving crab and bear like you're all there ducks what is it ducks what is it Shoot, sit, sitting ducks ducks are all in one row. place Ducks, yeah, all you're putting all your ducks all, in a row, yeah. Sitting down, you're all, all your eggs in, a basket. in one place. All, yes, that too. Fish in a barrel. All he has to do is come and just like, you're all there for him to kill. If he decided, oh, let me get to Omnipotent City and decide I'm going to kill all of them because mm-hmm. suddenly I've tortured a god and found out where they all are. All he has to do is kill, even if he doesn't kill all of you, he's killed a lot more than he could have if you didn't mm-hmm. all went your separate ways. Anyway, Zeus is, that, that's part of his issue. Uh, and but Russell Crowe playing him with that like really awkward Greek <laughs> accent he was going for, I was dying. It <laughs> that was, was funny. so good. So what also happens, all of the all of the everyone fainting and like the guards like what swaying on their sticks. <laughs> you have Zeus just trying to flick, and then Thor's like, "All right, I need your help." And then he's like, "Screw you!" Takes off his clothes to un- unmask this traitor. You get giant Thor penis for everyone but the audience, and everyone <laughs> in that audience is losing their minds. They're all like, well, dang, literally like, everyone fainted. Shoot, they're, and they're the guards, out. the guards are like. They're like holding their their spears or whatever, and they're like <laughs> that. Wow, that annoys that, that annoys funny. Zeus, and so he has to put the clothes back on him because it's just it's like no one's focusing because on what he's I'm got a right micro penis. Yeah, he's compensating right. for something with that lightning bolt. Yeah. And so eventually, it's just like, <laughs> all right, we gotta we gotta get out of here. This guy's no use, but we'll try to get the weapon. <laughs> they end up he kills Korg, so Thor kills. He him. does that. I like. <laughs> I was like, he, no, not Korg. And then I was I was like, but it's Korg. How does he die? And he's just disintegrating. And then it's just a mask. I'm like, oh, people will probably hate the fact that that happened. But I was like, I don't want Korg <laughs> to die either. Like, I don't get emotional stakes if he dies. So don't kill him off. Right. I, I, can't, that, yeah. I can't feel sad. He's, he's comedic relief. Unless you build up a, a death for him to be sad. That's one thing. But I don't think they're ever going to do it. So like, I want him to stick around because no. he's comedic relief. Yes. So, I mean, I can understand why people would be mad at like, something like that, but I don't think death is the only emotional stake that exists in storytelling anyway, so. 
Right. I, I was shocked when I thought that he was, I was like, no way. They know, no way, no way. There's no reason. But then they didn't. And I was like, oh, okay, it was for the gang. Okay. And he was just a face the rest of the movie. And he like, Valkyrie's And Valkyrie's then the mustache, hair was mustache. I was like, that was great. <laughs> but yeah, so they leave. Cute. And then you get into the final bit where they're leaving the space to get into the final two confrontations. First one gets into when they get to the shadow planet. Before then, you have like scenes that wrap up like the start of Jane and Thor's love, which I the way the way it's explained makes perfect sense. It's like they were purely in love, but they live two separate lives that obviously don't overlap, and so that's why they separate. Like it's it, and it makes sense. You never got that from Thor one or two. Ragnarok yeah, no. didn't have the time to go back when it was building to something bigger, so they chose to do it in this. Yeah. One. Obviously, that's why they didn't put as much time in it. Because, I mean, at this point, it's too far in the past. It's it's a movie that doesn't need to be told this late in the game. Yeah. Also, it was really cute. Like, I would have, it would have been weirder if we had gotten full fleshed out flashbacks. Yeah. I like the way that they did it. I like the, the um, short narrated versions that are kind of like, it's not the main story, so let's just get it out the way. You know. Right. And it it got to be like, cute and fun and oh it's a it's a nice distraction for what comes like to, to for, for pull your attention next, away for, for what comes next yeah because also did we next, talk about the fact that he kidnapped a bunch of children uh i don't think we explicitly multiple said times that. but yeah he, he he dipped out of there the first time he tagged kidnapped the children to pretty much bait thor into coming back so that that's a yes. oh, big ring plan i mean always capture children they're the best bait he put them in a really awesome cage yeah. except for the world, but it was a pretty awesome cage yeah facts. great I, I really liked it. And in between there, there is the one scene where he torments the children. And, you know, you have yeah. Astrid is the son of Heimdall, Astrid Heimdall's son or Axel Heimdall's son, right? And so Thor, he uses his uh, vision to like let Thor's spirit project over there. And that's how they communicate and all like that. Heimdall did. And it's like, all right, let me let me keep the children's spirits hopes up, you know, and that's that's what he should so, do. Okay, but Gore was definitely sitting in the background, right? Because that's what happened when they I were like- I swear he knew the whole time because he he waited for him to leave. And I'm like, so you just, you just yeah. watching the whole time. You're just fine You've with just that, been sitting there like a But that also, that also confirms it's like, I know he's coming at the same, but I'm like, bro, you're so weird. Yeah. Like, that's not quirky, yeah. man. Like, don't do that. That's creepy. Yes, exactly. You creeper. And then he comes so, out of the shadows and like tries no, the to- The scene where he comes out of the shadows <laughs> and starts just harassing the children is like, what a good- I scene. think he initially started out like trying to actually genuinely have a conversation with them. And then I he realized swear that, they that was like, like downright, the, the faces he was making, it was, gosh, <laughs> It was so great. They get, they that get was to, probably his best after, scene. After some like emotional talk between Jane and Thor and like rekindling what that is, because- Thor straight up tells her what Peter told him. It's like, I want to feel crappy about like you. And it's like, what? And then it's like, uh, I, yeah. I want to feel something. I want to have a purpose and yeah. be that purpose. Even if you don't fulfill what I need in my life, I just want that feeling again, right? And so that helps yeah. him like find somewhere to go mentally to push the rest of what happens in this movie. And they then get she to the blurts place. out that she has cancer because yeah. she got scared of Because she panicked and you know, instead of like confronting it, she put herself in a box, obviously, which yep. is a fair tactic. I, I I would, I would immediately feel aggravated at something like I, if someone's done that to me before in real life, just things <laughs> like that. And I'm like, do you want me to sympathize? Or are you like trying to avoid right. what I'm telling you? Like, I'm trying to have a serious conversation here and you're trying to like avoid deflect. Like, what are you doing? Yes. Granted, he, he's, he, he's in a different mental state than that. So that wasn't like his first reaction was like, get mad. He was just thrown off. He's like, wait, you're dying. Then he wants right. to protect her. And now he wants her removed oh, from yeah. everything because it's like this hammer is draining your life. It needs your strength to keep going. Really good. That was a really good like scene. And it could have been, it very much could have been uh, Jane go away because I want Mjolnir back. But mm -hmm. it was like, Jane, stop. <laughs> 
it's like at at that point he was like i don't i don't care about like he's like okay he he backs off of the whole mjolnir thing like at that point after the movie it's like he's not pushing that stormbreaker mjolnir thing it's it's more like i need her safe she's gonna die i need her to have as much time left as she can but she's like i want to live my life to every moment i if it if it wasn't being thor i i can't do what i normally want to do i'm just going to be stuck on like medication just i don't have much to live i want to live out my life i know and so yeah. she's constantly pushing that again. So for her to everyone. come back in too. So they reach, they reach the planet, they get into the thing, and then they find out, she finds out after seeing uh, some of the art and like research that Gore's put in, Stormbringer and the Bifrost, because the Bifrost is harvested through Stormbringer. That's what it was made for because Heimdall died. That's the key to finding eternity, which is what Gore's looking for mm-hmm. to grant his wish, which the assumed wish at the time is kill all the gods. That would obviously work because it's like, if I can't defeat them all on my own, I'm going to cheat, you know, big brain. Right. That is like one of the best creepiest scenes of just like, just pure Q and A, just like torture. And he wasn't even tortured. Yeah. He was just harassing. It, it was just his own pleasure. Cause it wasn't going hard on torture. He was just pushing Thor's button so hard with what he yeah. was doing to Valkyrie and Jane. And I was like, oh man, you're so good at this. Yeah. So good. That was really great. And he comes, he like brings them out in there unharmed. I was like, yeah, that was. I'm like, you're you're just, you're just doing a power. I'm going to psychologically mess you up right now. Yeah. It's great. And, and that leads like shows like that, that is one moment again, that talking about like the thread carrying through that kind of was like, he's not a megalomaniac. He didn't start this because he wants to kill everything and everyone. He started this because he misses his daughter and he pissed that the gods. I know. At that point, he's just jerks. corrupted by the weapon. And so he's like, all right, I have to fulfill that right. purpose because the gods screwed right. me over. And they'll continue to screw people over. So that's exactly. like the hinge that the thing is like, if there's probably like that core because he lost his daughter. It's like, if I don't do this, I mean, he didn't ever hurt right. the children. That's what he I'm saying. He didn't hurt anybody just children. to hurt people. It was, yeah. it was so like that like, was a good weave through he's, he's barely just like trying to prove it's like the gods are worthless and so i'm going to deal with them yeah as the sword is like you know driving into his psyche and so you have that weirdly yeah. like video game looking battle that looks visually <laughs> like really cool the black white aesthetic was yeah. so nice i was like this is great but then when you have like valkyrie and jane on the other the planet fighting giant cg monsters i was like oh this looks so fake yeah okay. But, you know, it's fine. I don't, like, I actually don't they try to that think. hard. It doesn't make yeah. me hate a movie when it has, like, it's just jarring. But it's, like, unless it's, like, because yeah. that doesn't affect the story. And that's why it never bugged me. Like, right. For some people, that's their experience. They yeah. want out of that. It's just pure action. I'm, like, that's never been me. So I, I can get a pass from That's that. unfortunate. It's just, it's fun to make fun of because, you know, it's there. Why not? After that. The hulk thing. Like, people are, like, ah, oh, She-Hulk's going to be terrible because the CGI is terrible. Because the CG like, looks bad. Relax. I'm, like, that's not how that works. Relax. The show's not finished. Dude, the CGI looks bad. All the fucking ununionized. uh, Exactly. Ayatsi was like. "Mm." Yeah. Everybody else, all the the VFX. Is there a VFX skill? There has to be, right? No, there's not. A VFX skill? They're not unionized. So they're just getting stepped on. So then when Disney comes and says, we need this. I know they're, they're just like, getting they're like, harassed out here. Yeah, they're like, hey, well, we need like three weeks to do it. And they're like, well, you have one week or we leave. It's like, well, you're our yeah. biggest and only client. Like, yeah. that's fucked up. That's like, you'll be like that. That's why they're giving shoddy stuff because they're given like such ridiculous timetables. Yeah. Which is so stupid because Disney, 
any decision that Disney makes is stupid. I'm like, you you have too much money for you to be this stupid. Like the thing, maybe that's one because I'm not entirely sure but a lot of the times it's stuff like the vice executive chair of foreign acquisitions (laughs) can't get his head around a gray model on the screen so he really Mm -hmm. would like the rendered image of the villain or the whatever now and so he needs to see it four weeks in advance because he doesn't have an imagination because he doesn't trust it it's not gonna make me money yeah, it's like your title's imaginary and these people are professional artists. Like, let them be. It's okay. It's okay. Let people be people. I don't do much in my daily life, and this is the one thing that I may have control over a little bit. So let me um let me let me harass people because they are on my level. All right. Then I'm gonna so, go have my third important business lunch friend. of the day. So after yeah, that right. moment, we get into because he loses Stormbringer there. And so I mean just got, he he has the lightning bolt though, because Valkyrie is like injured and Jane is like dying. And so it's like hey, he has the lightning bolt. Him with the lightning bolt was really cool. That was so good. I liked him with the lightning bolt. So after yeah. that, it's it's set up of like he's like, All right, Jane, you can't go because if you go, you die. And he's really stressed about that mentally. Valkyrie's injured, yeah. so he can't take her even if he'd want to. And he's like, you need to be here to fulfill the role. So he's like, I'll do it because he's like trying to fulfill like who he is as a person. He's trying to like save the children because, you know, that's the next generation. He was reflecting on his past throughout the movie of growing up and being like, what would, what, what is it that like my father's legacy left for me? I like when they do the play of like the, the finals, <laughs> that one scene in so And they're dumb. like already trying to start the, uh, uh, uh yeah next one because but of the also, one fight yes the, 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 those aren't because people were like oh did loki hire matt damon and luke hemsworth to uh play him and thor and mm-hmm. no they're just actual asgardians which is cute i know it's, it's great so after that it, it goes into the final battle he goes he gets to eternity uh how did he get there which i'm kind of does that mean that eternity will never show up in the mcu again because i don't know for certain i mean it's again they could choose there's a multiverse you know it's not it's not impossible but but i thought all of those entities were like outside of the multiverse it is mad indeed it's quite upset i mean they haven't i don't think they fully said exactly how it works just yet i mean it's yeah, like the infinity stones the infinity stones like, exist I mean, across their separate universes different entities have different yeah. places that so they haven't officially said anything canonically in the movie i just assume that like on the level of the watcher once you hit that level like you're outside of but that's not necessarily who knows true, who so. knows because I, I know like the, the watchers were on the moon like they weren't outside the multiverse and guardians too they were right in an established there. universe so didn't the Eternals beat that. one of them too? A Watcher? Or did they beat an Eternal? They beat uh, an Eternal. That was that's not a Watcher. Yeah. Uh, TMF? The, 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 the Celestial. Celestial, that's what it's Celestial? called. Yeah. So I, so I think a lot of them are in universe, but they haven't fleshed it out enough to say. Because, I mean, if they say that it's not... Right then they have to cover bases of like how this affects other multiverses if they ever come down to that path, which I think it's just yeah, easier to that. be like, that's just this universe instead of acting like, you know, every single part of it's internet. So Thor gets there, the yeah. children are there. My guy has Stormbringer, so he's setting up everything. He doesn't care about the children anymore because what good is having them as hostage? He doesn't, if he kills them, he's pretty much disrespecting his daughter at that point. I think that's the main reason he like directly does not kill any yeah. children. Because I don't think he could bring shocked that he here. took them in the first place. I was like, that's an interesting choice because now, it would seem it's like funny because that, after he, he used them for what they were, he was like, all right, I'll just leave them there. If they die, they die. 
was dying. I was like, all right, so it's fine if your hands don't get directly buddy, but it's okay right. if they're just in the vicinity. But at the same time, if you just let him go. Damage. If you let him go, then like there's nothing to cover his bases of like, all right, I don't have any like backup defense if I need it. Right. So really cheesy moment. And I thought I would have hated it. I swear to myself that I was like, this can't feel right. But Thor has this thing where he's like, he whoever has the power oh, yes. is, is worthy so has the power who is worthy has the power of Thor. And he gives the uh, uh, just a temporary he has to emphasize temporary yeah. he he like winks and goes for a limited time for a limited like, time, limited time yeah. only, something like that so he cute. gives the children an essence of his power because the shadow monsters are attacking it's like i can't keep you all safe so you're all as guardians and this is yeah. this is your first battle so just don't <laughs> die you have my power you should and they set fine. that up too they set that up with the like the little flashback of frigga taking him into battle like mm-hmm. on her little yeah harness, i know like, that was baby confusing harness. That was cute. I was like, ah, no, I was like, I miss you. And I, I thought I wouldn't have liked it, but I was, I mean, it's cheesy because it's just like a bunch of kids screaming and just throwing, waving their yeah. hands. And I'm like, whatever. Like, it looks like when children fight in any movie against like grownups or whatever. It's, <laughs> it's like, it doesn't need to exist, but I like the moment for his character to be like, all right, I can, yeah, I can give my power to them because I know they need it for the future generation, but also I'm maturing as a person. Right. I'm not going to do everything on my own. I can't do everything on my own. Yeah, that it's was, about finding the family and the children of Asgard are extended part of who his family would be. And so, you know, he has to protect them. And so he's fighting Gore. He's growing up. And then Gore's whooping him and he's like, oh, he's dang, like 4,000. I, I can't do this on my own. And then on the Pegasus, you got thinking Jane Foster showing up. And I was like, oh, shoot, she's clutching it. And then, you know. And he's like, his immediate reaction was like, Jane, no. I was like, I know. yes. I was so hyped, but I'm, I'm like, so if she shows up, I was like, it. oh, she's dying, bro. You're not supposed to be here. I was like, whack. So she shows up. She eventually clutches it, destroys the sword, but also, you know, the hammer destroys, and that's like keeping her going. So she's dead. And then he ends yes. up in eternity with Gore. And then Gore is the one, because he's the one who made it, gets his wish. But the sword's broken. And so you see his color start to like revert back to what it was. He's like getting pale. And and Thor's like, you know, I can't stop you. You've won. And that's like a really mature moment for like a a deific character. Because to understand that you've lost and to just like revert to like, I have to focus on what is in my control. I have to do whatever you want. It wasn't even that. He was just like, do whatever you want. But like, just understand that like, there's more to life than just what you're doing right now. What you think is your purpose. Like, there's a reason why you did it. Just don't forget that. And the line, the line about him, um, he was like, why would I spend my last moments fighting you when I could be with her? When I could be with with her. She's dying. I was like, oh, Oh, man. My heart. Killer. I'm going to die. I was like, it wasn't even a sad moment, but I was like, if that, if there was a moment that made me just, just slap my heart in the middle of me just chilling there, I was like, oh no, that was messed up, man. You don't say lines <laughs> like that. That's nasty. And so he, and then, and he's, the wish is like, I just bring back my daughter. And then he's like, I'm going to be dead. Yeah. The sword's been killing me. You lost her because the, the, you know, take the care. hammer has shortened her life. Just take care of her. And yeah, that's how they that, choose to wrap that, up that the movie is he takes care of the daughter. And you have this really just great, adorable moment where they're just chilling and he's like taking her out to her first battle. And it's like the prep <laughs> for that. It is the best. And he called like in the world. Love. So her, her name is, and so the ending, like 
Korg's last line is, um, but to those who knew them, they were just known as Love and Thunder. She was known as Love and like, Thunder. The- I was like, oh, that was so fitting. That was the best line, like the best use of the title in mm-hmm. a movie that I've I was like, it's so dumbly it. perfect. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, now this is this is where i have to go into this important tangent between phase one and phase four okay in theory phase one has a handful of very solid movies being uh-huh. arguably if you're gonna pick which ones are, are on the pinnacle iron man one avengers uh-huh. and then the first avenger also gets its accolades right if you're gonna pick which one right. stand the most it's those those follow sure. a framework to lead to avengers and avengers caps that out Avengers takes that narrative and expands into a bigger narrative, immediately pointing to Thanos. You Uh, always had that picture, but you were always creating a story that was about like the grander story being told. The original movies struggle on a lot of character aspects, depending on which movie it is. I think that's as clear as day because Iron Man 2 doesn't do a good job at fleshing out the characters in the same way Iron Man 1 did. Right. Thor does not do that that well i mean there's aspects of it that work but there's also aspects of it that are just like don't even need to exist they don't do any they don't service the movie in any way first avenger benefits from the fact that steve rogers is the character and no one cares about cap if you don't care about who he is as a person in the same way no one cares about where iron man gets unless you see where he started that's why those movies work the way they do hulk doesn't actually flesh out anything about who hulk or banner it just happens (laughs) Avengers yeah. isn't actually about the characters what like really at all. It's just them interacting. It's, it's pure and blatant fan service. It is is the pure and blatant fan service that No Way Home gets far, yeah, No Way Home gets away with because that's what you're waiting for and it's not a bad movie. So you're gonna give it all right, the credit. Because that was the to. first time that it ever happened. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like at the time give it, in 2012, that was the first time. You're gonna that give ever it happened. all the past because it's like I'm not gonna complain that the characters aren't as fleshed out because like I wasn't there for the characters to be fleshed out. Phase right. four has been indoctrinated to being like original aspect of the MCU that hasn't been touched on except for a few movies. Ragnarok does this during phase three. Phase three. It is a character driven movie, but it also has a greater purpose. So people always have their eyes on like, where does this lead to flesh out, you know, the rest of the story. I think Captain Marvel is actually the same way because it doesn't do anything for the greater story. It does something for the character and the chapter after that for the movie itself. When you watch it, it's like, this doesn't change the current MCU. Why do I care about that? Right. It's a waste of time. You have um, a movie like Ant-Man, which people, in, it's funny, people enjoy Ant-Man, both of them. They don't affect the greater <laughs> MCU yet. Ant-Man 3 will, no. but they don't. And so that's why people push that to the to the back burner of things. You have oh. the movies that serve <laughs> the greater narrative. Phase four, the greater narrative exists in the deepest of backgrounds when Kang starts coming out, but he hasn't done that yet. Yeah, Everything has been establishing the characters, not from... We have a bigger story to tell with Kang. So everyone has to direct Kang. It's we're going to flesh out the characters. And then when the next narrative comes around, then we'll start going with the, the focus we'll... of the story. But they've been more so character studies. And I like that. I like character studies. Yeah. Me too. I've enjoyed phase me four too. more than phase one and a lot of phase two. Winter Soldier is a great movie because it does both. But not every movie gets that benefit of doing both right. post like phase one and like origin stories. Black Panther fleshes out a lot of what you need with like the character of Chadwick uh, playing, you know, um, T'Challa versus uh, what's what's uh, my guy's character's name in the movie, his cousin. Which one? Oh, Killmonger. 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 Yeah. So like you get that in some movies. Shame on you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I like 
<laughs> I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a dumb racist joke now. I, I'm too invested <laughs> in what I'm saying. So like a lot of a lot of specific origin movies do it like Guardians, you flesh out the characters, but Guardians 2. All right, Guardians 2 gets flack for actually see this is my problem. The movies that actually do it get flack for like being like, oh, it's not as good as this one because Guardians 2, a right. reflection of Peter Quill's growth with ego. Right. And like that that's the reason why he snaps, is because you know who he cares about more. He he screwed over his relationship with a god being once. In Guardians 2, what he does right. in Avengers, as much as people hate it, makes sense. Because he was outright going to kill Ego for, he doesn't care about the consequences. <laughs> you mess with his family. He killed his right. mother. And then you have Thanos killing Gamora, his love. Come on now. I, I yeah. It's justified. Whether or not you like it. it just because he's acting like I a human. I see it, but I hate flawed. it. Yes, hating it is fine. I understand. Because at the end of the day, it's like, if you waited just long enough. It wouldn't have happened. But at the same time, yes. how much do you... Like, but it makes second, sense. It does. A second to him, like to us, that's one second. To him, it's like, I'm staring at this guy who's the cause of all my hatred right now. It feels like an eternity yes. in his mind at the moment, right? Yes. And it's always those more character-driven movies for some reason. that Like, like Ragnarok's an, ex ex yeah. an, ex an exception because, you know... It's just a really enjoyable movie that doesn't like have many like flaws for people to point out. And I agree. Ragnarok is like one of the better end of MCU movies, right? Endgame has specific yeah. character payoffs. Even if people don't like the arcs for Tony and like Steve, they're the most justifiable arcs, even like whether or not you agree with it. Like Steve's always never been fully connected to the modern world, right? right. Whether or not you want to be like Bucky was there, it's like, yeah, but Bucky old Bucky's dead. Steve's known that. Right. And Sam is his replacement. And he knows that. He, he's found a guy who can be that. He literally just yeah. doesn't need to be there anymore. And he knows that. That's why he chooses to take his escape route. Thor's gone. Hulk's, you know, Hulk is smart. Like he, he's, he's a well-balanced, like mental character to where it's like, no one needs to watch Hulk because Hulk is mentally fine, right? He's not a liability. Black Widow's dead. And then Clint's like, I want to move on from this, right? He's like, I'm not in it for the big grand escape of things, right? So it's like, you know, and you know, Infinity War, most people say it's better than Endgame. I'm not going to disagree. Like, as a movie, like, Endgame does hinge a lot on, like, fan service just because it's that, that penultimate grouping. But the character moments in Endgame get the flack. It's always the character moments that get the flack. That always turns me off from a lot of these debates and conversations, especially with Phase 4, because Natasha being fleshed out with her family, that's the reason I watch Black Widow and enjoy it, because it's so good. Exactly. Florence Pugh, uh, Rachel Weisz, um, what's his face? Come on. I keep forgetting... Yes, David, David Harbour. Harbour. All the dudes' names are just losing them. <laughs> Clearly, I know my priorities here. David Harbour was great family <laughs> stuff. Shang-Chi, yeah. the better parts of the movie wasn't Act 3 or like that really weird just way of capping on the fight. It was the relationship between him and his father, him losing his mother, all the character stuff. Yeah. Eternals a, gets flack. I, I mean, I went to bat for that movie. So Eternals I, gets flack I, because it's a character-driven story that doesn't actually directly affect anything in the current MCU. But as a current, like a regular narrative that tells a story of like people who have been separated from their past trying to like find themselves, it is great. You have those relationships. I mean, some of them could have used more time, but it's already a long as hell movie. I say, I, so I like I can understand. Hey, there was things they could have trimmed down and things they could have fleshed out. Like I understand the balancing of that. But like just because it doesn't affect the MCU, it gets a lot more flack because what I, I enjoyed so many of the character interactions, Gemma Chan and uh stinking uh Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Uh, I, I beat you there. I listen, I always forget Richard. That's that is an Man. exception. I, never forget I always be I for King some reason the Harrington as well. But yes, I so, got one. I, I don't know why. I he has a funny name. <laughs> like it's Kit and then Harry. It just doesn't belong together. But you know, 
it's I, I think Eternals is a re- really well written movie, but it's about things people. It's like what you would get from a Superman movie. It's why people don't connect to Superman. It's a reality that people can't immediately slip into. And so if you understand the narrative and like why I said, writer's paradise, audience detriment is because of movies like Eternals, where it focuses on these deific characters. It's like, oh, it's harder for us to understand why they do certain things or like it's like that's stupid. Why would someone do that? It's because they're gods. They have other problems. They have other concerns. You're literally not on their level. They don't care about what you care about. Yes, that's true. That's true. I, I think Superman is boring. And I will die on that hill. I, 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 there's, there's times where Superman can stand out. And that's why I hate is because it's not like they have to be that way. You can write them really well. It's just, yes, agree. It's just purely how you choose to like tell that story. That's the reason, like it's the the story being told for them is what makes or breaks a lot of the things. Cause they're always characters that could work. You just need to put them in the right pieces in places, you know, you you need to fit that puzzle better when you're telling those stories. Um, after Eternals, yeah, what okay. came out? No Way Home. No Way Home is just like so much fan service, but it has really good act. It's a good balance. I, I'm not gonna knock No Way Home because I think No Way Home is a great movie. It, do, it does hinge in the same way as like Endgame on like fan service and things like that. It's yeah. like it's easy to do it, and I, you know, and like Avengers One, it works as long as the movie's not bad. No Way Home just happened to be really darn good while it was also doing those things because you had Goblin and just Peter, and it was just so good. And like taking yeah. the new Peter and having him be that tether to all the villains instead of using the OGs instead is a smarter way to tell that narrative that doesn't have people throwing flack at stinking Tom Holland just because it's like, oh, he's stealing all this. It's like, no, this is him in a situation. And then the other ones are going to come in and flush that out, right? Multiverse of Madness is about all the mistakes Strange has made and him confronting them, right? And when people see, when people see not enough multiverse or like Wanda and those same mistakes that she's making... And she calls him out. I, I hate when people are like, they, they give her flack. And I'm like, nah, she was okay. justified However, because Strange was doing mm-hmm. that same crap. Okay, but he the difference, okay, so I have issues, and then I wasn't here for this episode, but I have issues with, uh, do I have issues? I don't have issues with the character because I think it fits with the story, but I have issues with the defenses of the character and her actions because the difference, while yes, logically, and like if you take a step back like out of context yes what they're doing is pretty much the same thing the only difference is she was perfectly okay with murdering people like multiple like dozens of people to get what she wanted i mean the Steven only thing was she never was... like willfully you know what i mean like she 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 didn't kill people okay i mean all right was pushed but, but... to it I, I, I'm gonna, because it was you said you're going to be devil's advocate. I don't, I don't have a strong sense on this argument, but this is the same Stephen mm. Strange who he directly didn't have to kill half of the whole population, but he was willing to just let it happen. Wait. And he knew it. Well, it's the okay. same Stephen Strange. For that, for that one story? Yeah. Yes. However, yeah. he didn't do that because he felt like he was pushed. Like, you know what I mean? Like Wanda killed people in, in Multiverse of Madness who didn't need to be killed for her to get to her goal. But she did it because it was convenient. I mean, and it was she, all people who stepped between her. I mean, it's it's just, it's the same defense. It's like but, she's but they don't push her, like they literally couldn't done, push her in the same way. She's way too OP. She's literally but, magic. She could have mm-hmm. removed those obstacles without I mean, killing people. But she, she chose but, to kill people. Let's, let's just recognize she was raised and like taken in by like Nazis. So I can understand why she doesn't she, care as much as some people do. She's doing adventures. She has Vision, a conversation. Vision. Vision wasn't and this 
Vision wasn't going out of his way to be like, human life is like precious. We should not. He wasn't going those extra miles like to like <laughs> teach her that lesson. <laughs> I, I don't think I love Lucy. I don't think I love Lucy was like telling those stories. It's like you shouldn't kill. It's bad. But but that's okay. So my biggest issue with that is yeah. because of the whole incident in Legos. So I'm like, you literally have this moment where you accidentally kill people in this whole thing. You're going to be like, yeah, but I can't. So I'm going to, because also like her whole plan, you couldn't find a multiverse where your kids don't have a parent. That was, there was what I no said multiverse when I walked where your out. kids are none. Okay. I was like, so she, you're went through, she went through all this effort to go find a version of herself she could possess and puppeteer. And I was right. like, because apply why, that why same does she level think of energy. she's not going to be you? There's endless you, you know what I mean? Like yeah if there is that, a version her why would she not do the same thing I mean, to you or to i I, I don't disagree but let's let's all be reasonable adults here there is no I'm comic really or like fictional storyline that doesn't have a loophole of like that didn't need to exist because it's pure fiction and literally well, they a- have to make a reason for the plot as dumb as any plot is some really good stories but have our, some uh, stupid yeah, it's, plots uh, it's like killing joke killing joke is stupid right in in like theory sure. but it's a really good narrative it's just yeah. got really dumb parts to it that you're like that didn't need to happen and so sure. you know it's no, whack but, but like that's that's literally how it works it's the same marvel they entered into this and, but my and issue with people the, are defending it that's my issue they started doing time travel Mm-hmm. opens a can of worms because now it's yeah. just a difficult those are difficult balls to keep in the air because whatever i mean it's always now, hard to just juggle balls in your hands and they've know? segued from time travel <laughs> you, you have a lot of practice into yep. uh string theory <laughs> and multiverses mm-hmm. so i'm like you're just introducing more possibilities for plot which holes. Let's let's be no, reasonable no, no, here. No, hold up. Stop. Hold it, it's up. it's all fiction though. They don't, they, it doesn't exist. It's you fiction. yelling. You yelling. I'm still gonna make my point. <laughs> I'm not stopping your point. I'm just saying it's it's still fiction. My point has been it's been paused. Wanda been paused. going on a temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Which was awesome to watch. Yes. Seemed weird when they've acknowledged they're like there's infinite universes. Infinite yes. means somewhere out there a version of her herself is on the, her deathbed or just got into a car crash she can go slide into that fucking universe she can do whatever she wants she's basically a god yeah she used so her god powers her to go puppeteer a version of herself and kill the illuminati that's what i'm saying that's she made that choice to kill she didn't have to but she wanted to yeah. she did. So when people but like, the alternative is <laughs> If, if, if you're like, if no. you're writing the movie and you get to that point, then you just don't make the movie and you just don't touch <laughs> that bag. It just doesn't exist. But then. that wasn't. That's not the only other alternative to what she did. And my and again, my issue is not the story. I thought the story was well crafted, mm. and I think it makes sense in the. No, I agree. She, her her actions are are it's terrible, her. but they're literally the same as like I'm Doctor like, Strange. I'm going to bat. The, but they're the, but the context no. matters. Context matters. Doctor Strange matters. pressed up against the corner. She kicked the front door down. She, and was like, yes, exactly. Yes. Where are my fucking kids? She had she had the option to, so she said, you know what? I'm pissed off, so I'm just gonna murder people because yeah. I can. She was not stuck between a rock and a hard place where it was like, right. do I let this motherfucker wipe half the universe permanently or do right. I let them wipe half yeah. the universe for five years so we can regather our shit and beat him? Yeah. She was just like, you know what? Fuck everyone. 
I'm mad now. Especially as I mean, yeah. The only reason I said that is because I mean we joke around there. Not like realistically, there should everyone else with magic. There should only be one out on his neck. There should really realistically not be only one out of 14 million options, right? We joke around about it, but it's the same way she works. It's like she's using like that one possibility where it's like you literally don't have to do that. In the same way that you could argue, there could have been more for Strange to do. She's stronger than Strange. Exactly. Strange looked into the future. Why did she not look into the infinite multiverse? Well, the alien with the dark hold. She's got to go. Strange. She's got to no. go one at a time, bro. At that point, you just get you get tired of it. It's, take short. Well, why didn't she, she just go to America calmly and just be like, "Here's the thing. I want to go find orphan versions of the kids that I know to exist. Can you help yes. me? I have yeah, the dark hold. I'm insanely strong. And you have. I like, could oh. kill you, but I'm not going to because I'm a good guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah no. Like, okay. I mean, okay. Let's remember. Not to kill people. Let's let's remember the one plot point in the actual movie where the dark hold corrupted. Like they 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 go to say it's making you do things that you wouldn't normally do. Let's not actually forget. Yes. It, let, yes. Let's not forget. Yes. That is the reason. That is the excuse to give uh, of why that happens, even though it's like it's a choice. But that's, that's the narrative the reason to say like if it was out of character, it was because of the book. Because uh, the other strange in the other universe, the he old tried to do the same thing, like, and he was clearly evil because he was darker than everyone else. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Being darker is bad. Their ver- their version of show don't tell isn't actually to show you it's just like no. wanda's, wanda's got exactly. some corruption on her fingers and yeah dr strange so, has a different yeah. i think i think the only way to have circumvented that is just to flesh it out more in um wandavision with the agatha thing if if they were to show how much it could corrupt someone that would have been the time into which when you transition between the movies it's like okay i can understand how it's corrupting her but you don't see agatha getting corrupted right it's just it kind of happens but as i was it's, saying it's a to have happened already like prior to the events of that well we when you go, infer that it happens because they've told us that it's yeah. supposed to which <laughs> with is is the That's narrative weak. thread for a lot of movies i mean which is weak stupid like no Thank no you. movie can give you the full like story being told <laughs> in the universe it's always but this section of like reality no and with but this is okay. I this thought. is comic properties. Yes. I, I want I want to yes. emphasize that they are ridiculous in nature. I'm not trying to defend. But they can still be good movies. Uh, uh, they, they can again. My it's the suspension the of disbelief. My issue with yeah, the people. That's that's the thing. They, the they hinge. They hinge on suspension of disbelief, which is problematic in and of itself. So when the you're, story's not when right you're, too. When your belief is suspended or whatever, then you start nitpicking story beats. So, yeah. so, so, where do we where, where where do we call this out? Do we say that people in like old MCU were just like so caught up in the emotions that they wouldn't like nitpick things as hard, and now they're doing it now that like there's female characters and it's a suspension of disbelief to believe that there's strong female characters and narratives, and that's why people like Natalie Portman who worked out for the movie gets called for saying her muscles look fake and those types of complaints no that's no strong, man I want you know it the people who oh no i it's it's whack i've seen people hate on so many things so so many irrelevant things like natalie portman i thought she was great in the movie and i've seen people just hate on her and i'm like okay oh, it, 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 it's like it, it's it's the weird thing like there are people who just hate on like wanda's character where i hate hating on her character for doing what she did 
because Doctor Strange was a good guy and like, oh, he's, he's, like an emotional woman. Too. I don't give a shit. I mean, he makes okay. mistakes, obviously, mm-hmm. in the same he way that like mistakes. Iron Man so... makes mistakes. They make parallel mistakes, different aspects right. of why they do what they do. You know. I love Iron Man. We could talk about that. We could take it from that. But angle. like people, he, people like to people surprised. like to pick and choose that. Like I'm not, him, I'm yeah. not arguing with your guys' points. Obviously, I'm just saying in the grand narrative of how people talk about these things, they use those excuses, right? And that's what they hinge on. Okay. And it's like it's really dumb when they're used in the way they're used because. So I guess my issue. You're, you're is really, you're really selective in how you complain about things. That's the, it, like, it, the selective complaints get really annoying in like how these things work. It's like, would we wish that every movie was like of perfect quality? I, that like that that's not a no movie even if it's mcu or just actual just cinematography of like historical events or just other films of fiction or non-fiction right they all it's it's all the same movie making process it all has the same like you know ups and downs ins and outs weaknesses and strengths right that's just you know the nature of storytelling people well, have I mean, to write something and hope they can write it for the best of telling that story movies are still like art so arts you can't ever like have something that's subjective exactly it's it's a subjective in nature and it's mcu like, is good but the that mcu one's... has um a detriment right because it's something that is a universe that people expect it to always be connected and so if it's not or it doesn't feel as connected it's a negative in perception because it's like oh thor love and thunder doesn't connect into this mcu project that's going to happen in like two weeks well oh we should hate even, on it even, like separate Again, from that it's the suspension of disbelief listen. thing where like if you're watching a fight and it's very clearly on a green screen mm-hmm. and it looks like a playstation fight it pulls you out of the moment and now you're not watching the movie as like a fan where you're immersed you're watching a movie that probably isn't really put together all that well Mm -hmm. by comparison to like other stuff and so then it's like you're like oh shit this has a lot of cracks where you're like talking like spider-man i think that movie's super fun and super good yeah yeah it is not technically that strong of a movie when you like actually step back and like look at in terms of marvel it's got some really cool like cinematography and stuff but it Mm -hmm. literally hinges entirely on the fan service and the acting power like it's star power and the strength of willem dafoe mm-hmm. if you like st- that movie is riddled with plot holes and just like weird little inconsistencies and question marks and you're like ned's a fucking wizard he's that good and then america can't oh, do it he's got really good hands bro it, it's like that's how every marvel movie if you st- if you literally were to step back it's like they all kind of have cracks so it's like when people are sitting there arguing it's like this one's better than this. it's like no if you point to your cracks, I can point to your cracks. Yeah, I, it's, they all it's always cracks. that easy. Yeah, people are stupid. It's a douche and, and a turd. And it's it's why it's why I say things like that. It's like in the real world, not the availability to explain things in perfect detail and flesh them out for one money constraints because you know we live in a society, as the Joker would say. We and two, like. You know, actors have contracts, they have availability, they have schedules, you know, there's, you can get sued for the dumbest things as a production, just company, just making a property. There's so much politics to like the nature of things. And like, not everyone is just because you're a fan of the MCU doesn't mean the actors have the same commitment to like making these things exactly how you want it. They can't like give like a grand narrative to be like, oh, here's Ned's like 3000 hour backstory of why his family's connected to wizards. So when this moment happens, it perfectly makes sense. No, it just happens because they need to get the movie moving and they have no other choice, right? That's a narrative plot. Like movies can't be long enough to like circumvent that. And like, you know, I am of the belief that it needs to be accepted as much as, you know, I I understand. Like, it's not like I don't hate certain parts of it too, but I've reached the point where it's like, if I keep hating on that, 
I'm hating something that like will never end and never change. Right. It's it's too much extra effort to dislike a movie for something that's I, I already know it's going to happen. That doesn't actually feel as much of a negative to me as it does to other people. Right. That's like the dis- difference I put between myself and other people in that point of view. It's because I fully expect things like that to happen to be convenient because no matter what the narrative or medium is, no matter if it's my favorite thing, property or series ever or not, they all do that very same thing. There is no 100% seamless story that literally plays out like reality. Like you wanted to. We live in a real life, which is why we assume things should play out in that same way. But these are manufactured products, right? And like I said, phase four, it has like those cracks because it, it it more emphasizes like, let's pull back from the story. Let's focus on the character stuff. But this grand MCU is constantly existing. So when you put the camera on like those pieces, it's like, oh, this feels out of place because it's not the focus. And we're not getting all the details and depth that is explaining what's changing in these avenues. So it's just happening to us before it's I, I, I promise in my belief, it will become a focal narrative at some point. It's just not that right now. And that's, I think, a lot of the issue that people are starting to pinpoint things is because it's like, oh, here's this character. I don't think I want to care about them. So let me just ignore that. I think Miss Marvel is a great series. I also think like episode six is the reason why you're connecting it to the grander MCU versus like just ending in episode five, because I think episode five was a perfect conclusion for the series. But episode six is going to be like, yeah, here's the episode that people are going to hate on because it has to tie everything together to an MCU, right? That's that's already my expectation, you know? And, you know, we'll talk about that when we eventually get to it and stuff. Yeah, I think that show's one of the best ones of all of them. I think it's so good. And it's got, like, minimal credit for what it's been doing, man. But, you know, topic for uh, a later time. Any any other thoughts? Uh, thank you, JC, for muting as I'm asking for any extra thoughts on this narrative that we've been speaking on. I'm sorry. I was I was dealing with my I, I AirPods saw. disconnected I and yeah. it was drama. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. back. You're welcome. Okay. A- any, anything else you want to bring up that uh, you want to you want to touch on? <laughs> um. Hmm. I already talked about his daughter. So good. So good. Tanya, the kids. So- the scene with the kids was mm-hmm. like what they were fighting. That was a very very well done scene i know i i it was uh, it's as corny as you would see it in from like kindergarten teacher or things like that nature but you know whatever it it wasn't bad for the story right yeah yeah no that's my last cognizant thought unless someone says something that sends me on another tangent nah i mean other than we needed more gore and you know yeah like there's complaints people have about like which i mean we, we can touch on the few complaints that are just out there like the things people hate on gore not being the gore from the comics and i'm like okay for one thing most of you literally have not read those comics in the first place you don't you're you're fighting battles (laughs) that you're not even a part of right i i hate those people specifically because i'm like you're doing the most by doing nothing right here just being controversial for the sake of it it's not even like yeah not even what you're mad about and those comics still exist exactly those properties exist just this is literally this movie did not make those also it doesn't make it obsolete the mcu is exactly faithful to their comic counterparts exactly i i just don't like those arguments i think they're too outdated like they never promised to make them one-to-one adaptations of anything so stop expecting that at this point like i understand not liking it if there's specific things that like they tried to do that mirrored like they tried to mirror you know, demon in a bottle, but they chose not to sure, yeah. while trying to marry right, it. Exactly. That's their fault, right? You can make fun of that storyline for being like that. What is what is Love and Thunder doing? It's it's not promising to be like the adaptation of like different gore storylines. It's like right. we're taking this character and he's gonna kill the gods. And this is all to better benefit 
the narrative for Crimson Hemsworth's Thor, right? That's what it's for. Right. Any narrative rec like uh, recalls that we get to those, to the comics? It's uh, homage and fans. Or those part are, right. Those are just bonuses because yeah. they're not recreating the comic. These are not live action versions of the comics. They're creating a, an entirely new story and universe building off of what is in and, the comics. And shoot, if you want it so bad, stay pressed or just make your own fan film. No one's stopping you. Like, do whatever right. you want. Like, exactly. Stop hampering people's fun just because you literally, like, not liking it, sure. You If you have valid reasons, and, you know, it's whack to say because valid opinions are opinions. There's no it's validity subjective. to an opinion. Right, it's subjective. Right. It's, it's a new argument to even make on our end. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, your obsession with, like, ruining people's fun just because things didn't go your way. I mean, like yeah. we have complaints on things, but it's, I don't think any of us are going to go out of way to tell someone someone's outright dumb for like thinking that way. If for, like, right. it's like you have that reason for thinking that way. And because of that, you either like something more, or like something less, like who cares, right? Sure. That's I will your call opinion. someone dumb for being team cat, but outside of that. I'll call people no. dumb because by and large, the media competency of people seems to be rapidly declining. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's always been well. If you take nothing from this podcast episode, just take the fact that people are stupid. I mean, okay. I've preached that my whole life. I mean, All you gotta do is go look at like the complaints for Captain Marvel or Eternals, and then it's like the people. Or the only thing that Snyder, the only thing that kills me about those complaints, like reviews. you, you can make those complaints about other movies. Like, don't pin it on those specific movies if you're pressed about it rewatch yeah. all the other movies before you start saying that anyways i i just love the whole zack snyder debacle of things it, it, it keeps me pleased anyways <laughs> post-credit scenes that's the only thing we have to mention okay hercules with uh what's his name yes like brett, brett goldberg roy kent like i don't know his real name i just call him roy kent yeah first uh, of all he's hot or goldstein so, i think it's Goldstein. very much something agree. i he when i saw him i was like oh yeah that that looks like Hercules and Zeus was still alive. Also I'm like, yeah, accent. I can believe it was good. I, I'm he like, I, I think, it. I think I'm going to enjoy Hercules. He's going to be a total prick. I, I think, I think it's going to work. As he should be. I, I'm excited. And then showing Valhalla, which He's man, hot. I got, I got so mad when they showed Valhalla just because I'm like, listen, you're going to take, if you do bring back Natalie Portman, how long are you going to waste my time to just, you give for me her and she's so good and what you just, you're just going to toy with that and be like, oh yeah, five years down the line, maybe we'll bring her back. Or it's like a Baron Mordo or like um, Scorpion post credit scene where it's like, yeah, we don't, we don't touch. But we yeah. saw Heimdall again. And I was like, oh my, it's my, it's my guy. Oh, it was, damn it. I, I, yeah, I wonder, I wonder what they're going to do with that. Why. I wonder what's, what's the choice of showing that because. I feel like there's going to, I don't know. Is there anything in like nothing? Nothing in the future is related to Asgard that's been announced, right? No that property we know of. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like they're they're opening themselves up for a series. Yeah, I think so too. I I think people, though people don't have very much like favor for the Thor, Thor movies, I think that a lot of the characters and actors in those movies people love. So oh, I feel quality. like Marvel's I mean like, they brought hmm, out some of the best. Let's bring people back. So, I mean, I mean. Freya and stinking Anthony Hopkins coming in for uh, like and then Tom Hiddleston like you brought in like some of the most fundamentally like those characters that people have just not backed off of you know in right, horror movies exactly. right Crims Hemsworth like upped his game in Ragnarok right he's he had his old renaissance right. he, he was getting beloved everywhere you know so yeah. anyways so I definitely think there's a potential there they're like they're setting some up 
a much quite much longer episode than you know it needed to be because you know we like to <laughs> we like to argue over points that we just like to argue for no reason i mean someone yeah. people have to play devil advocate advocate for all the parts that we don't even want to argue about but it's fine that's it for this episode it sounds Again, a little bit pressed <laughs> I, at the, I, I sleep so easily like people I, I i love it because i hate arguments as a person uh this is just real life insight no one's actually making it this far in the episode so i can say it <laughs> i hate arguing under any degree and level i i am so good at he does uh, like instigating i'm so good at instigating and i do it as easy yeah. as breathing but the problem is because i do it as easy as breathing i don't even like it so i don't want to get involved as soon as i start something i mean like can i get out of here you know he's like let me start something and move like i know i know when i do it on purpose but like the problem is i am not as bad as i used to be when i was younger so i it's such a small percent i only do it on purpose when I know I can immediately turn into a joke. As soon as it doesn't become a joke, it knows, <laughs> I, I know mentally it's like, crap, I said something I shouldn't have. So, but I mean, for the yeah. sake of the podcast, it works and I will make the arguments I have to, whether it's from my point of view or not even my point of view, which is the reason I can argue for a lot of these things is because I'm just not doing it from my point of view. It's easier to argue when you're talking right. to someone's point of view because I would just be like, I actually don't care. Let's move on. But that's no fun. <laughs> and so for the sake of the audience, all, all three people in like Timbuktu who listen to this. I got, I, I got to go on my way to play it. Up, Thank you, you know? for sticking with us. Yes. So <laughs> again, you can find us on, check out on YouTube, look up Flaws of Dude. You can find the anime couch episodes there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, look up the animecouch.com. You can find us uh, there. All our episodes are cataloged there. You can find the, if you're shopping on Amazon, use that link, continue shopping spend money we'll probably get like know. pennies honestly i i haven't actually <laughs> seen it in my account yet so i'm just imagining it exists no one's probably used it but i'd like to believe so um and yeah we have a patreon there if you want to support jc it's actually all the money goes to her oh, not thank us thank you we're, yes straight into we're, my bank account we're selfless directly yeah. into her bank account so they're so great that's Honestly. it for us. We will be back to, you know, we, we still got to break out, like break down, like what came out of the anime season last time. We have to talk about Captain, uh, not Captain, Miss Marvel. Planet. I'm myself. I, I, there will be a Captain Marvel cameo in Miss Marvel, almost like 95% sure, because I, honestly, it's weird. I don't actually, I, I would actually be surprised if there's a cameo, even though it seems like so on the nose. Yeah. But you know, I actually expect more. They're Monica. gonna have a cameo, but it's not gonna be her. I, I expect Monica. I want them to do over, what they did uh, in uh, uh, Shazam. They, I was gonna say that with the half Just someone in her <laughs> costume, <laughs> yeah. no head. Yeah. No, nah, but the MCU has developed to the point where they can just bring out the A-listers for TV show cameos. So it's it's okay. you know it's not it's really yeah, not no that one hard. gives a shit when they're obviously on a blue screen. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's no. not that hard. Just, at that point. just get her in the costume for 15 seconds and then edit her into a scene. As yeah. Troy said, I'm get sure in the, the 14 VFX artists seconds. working in that tiny outfit won't mind. You're right. So what we've learned here today is uh underpay your workers. Um accept <laughs> any quality of work that you get and for, uh, you know, Thor Love and Thunder, it, it brought the hammer down as Natalie Portman. It brought the say. thunder. No, no, we got we to gotta keep it into really bad catchphrases that she's working on. You know, eat my hammer, eat you know. my hammer. So eat our podcast. Catch us next time on the <laughs> Anime Couch or this episode dedicated to being the comic couch. See you later. Peace. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm. Tune in to the Anime Couch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Check out Flaws of Dude on YouTube as well. 
person. Choice. Choice. Cartoon-based. And other nerd shit. Geared. Discussions, bro.